You're listening to Let's Talk with Aja Aaliyah, the dope dating coach, where we talk about all things dating, relationships, love, and most importantly, growth. Welcome. girl Aja Aaliyah the dope dating coach and welcome back you guys it's Wednesday you know I like to update every Wednesday and keep you guys in the loop as to what has gone on during the week child it's been something else it's been one of those type of weeks where it's been fully loaded um before we get started I want to really really introduce to you guys what I like to look at (laughs) you know my Wednesday discussions with you guys I like to look at this as the pre-cum of let's talk after dark which takes place every Thursday at 9 p.m. in my Facebook group called let's talk after let's talk with Aja Aaliyah actually it's a very very active group amazing people that will literally inspire you make you laugh some posts might even make you cry depending on where you are in life but one thing you can definitely count on in the group is that you're going to get something out of it whether it be something positive whether it be just a light bulb that can be turned on over your head like dang I've been doing that or I've been looking at this the wrong way You know, it really gives you insight on how men, you know, their their side of things, women's side of things when it comes down to dating, relationships, and even marriage. We have people who are even married um, that are in the group and they are so helpful because they have that experience and they can give us insight as to what it's like, what to look for and be a great support system to help us build ourselves to be ready for marriage. When I say this group is amazing, I mean it. And it's not just because it's my group. It's because of the people that are in the group and the willingness, the willingness, I can't even speak today, that they have in them to help others. It's just absolutely amazing. So I encourage everyone to actually just join you know if you don't like it by all means you can leave it no hard feelings here but I would say join if you are single in a relationship married in a situationship or if it's just plain just it's difficult you know it's complicated like they always say just join I can almost guarantee you that you will love it and will stay even if it's just for the laugh Now, let's go ahead and recap this good old week that I've had. So, as some of you may know, I had a topic party on Saturday in the city of Torrance at a bowling alley where I invited singles 
out just it was a singles only event and everyone was invited out to give topics drop their topics anonymously in a box that I provided and we have live discussions regarding these topics that they have submitted it was a great turnout honestly there was not a lot of men who came out but, you know, it wasn't too surprising for me, but a lot of the single women were like, where's men? And, you know, there were about four men that came out and I got a little feedback at the end of the discussion um, regarding those men. Um, well, from those men regarding the women that were there or some of the women that were there. And first, before I get into that, I want to actually thank everyone who came out to support the event. It was a great turnout. It was just more women than men. And to my understanding, everyone, when it came down to bowling, your girl's not a bowler, so I left. But everyone did stay to bowl and things of that nature. So I'm sure they had a wonderful time. And from the feedback that I've gotten, they did. But at the end of the event, I was stopped in the parking lot by um, a man who actually gave some input on the women that were there. And he particularly talked about how, you know, they were not pretty much dressed. Some of them were not dressed to um, be appealing to that single man who's possibly wanting to, you know, court them or, or possibly date them. So that was one of the things that he spoke of. And the other was to bring some attention to me regarding the attitudes that some of the women had. And, you know, his thing was, you know, this is the reason why black men go to, you know, other races because these black women have this attitude problem and, you know, what they were saying was great. It's just their delivery and their aggression that really is a turnoff to men. So what I decided to do was recap in the Let's Talk with Aja Aaliyah group. I went on live and I, I got some feedback from, you know, someone in the group that was not, they were not happy with, you know, what I said in the, in the live video. And it even caused her to leave the group, which is totally fine with me. I, I look, I'm the messenger and in my line of business, which is a dating coach, my job is to deliver information that is not to finesse or cradle and rock you to sleep and make you feel better all the time. Part of my job is to deliver information that most people would not want to hear. But my job is to do it in a respectful manner. And that is exactly what I did during that live discussion. However, it was taken offensive from someone in the group and they left. Totally fine. We, hey, no love lost here. Um, but this is this was something that was brought to my attention from a man at the event regarding the women. I would be doing the women and injustice to not put that information out there, look out for us and say, hey, these are the things that they're complaining about when it comes down to us. Are we open enough or receptive enough to construct constructive criticism and say, hey, 
let's go ahead and fix this. You know, hey, everybody's not there in life. I understand it wholeheartedly, but I felt me not giving that information to the women in the group would be doing them an injustice. So I simply gave that information. Hey, you can't win them all, you guys. I swear. I, I, I know that I won't win them all, but my intent was nothing but good. And I was simply the messenger. So I wish that person nothing but the best. And hopefully it will be something that in, in the end, they will take heed to what I said instead of being offended by it. So that's my little catch up, you know, with <laughs> the week and the event. The event all around was a was a success. Some of um, some of the ladies and myself actually went out for drinks afterwards. It, we had a wonderful time. Um, again, like I said, hey, what what what's your girl to do? Okay, all I can do is hold these events on a regular basis and bring awareness to the things that single men and women are struggling with and to help as much as I can. So that's that when it comes down to the event. I also want to talk about um, one of the topics that we, we talked about during the event, which was one of the participants asked, when is a good time to speak on marriage or long-term goals when you are first meeting someone. And my advice to them was during the initial conversation, I encourage all of my clients to actually ask, hey, what are you on the market for? Are you on the market to have fun? Are you on the market to, you know, hopefully get, get into something serious? Are you not open to getting something, you know, getting into something serious? Like these are questions that I would recommend that you ask early on as early as initial initial conversation. The last thing I would want anyone in this world to do is waste their time with someone or doing something that is just useless, given the fact that both parties are not on the same page. So with that, I encourage everyone in that room and everyone who is listening, when it comes down to giving long-term goals or trying to get an understanding as to where the person that you're dating is trying to go with their you know, singleness, I say do that ASAP, as soon as possible, and get that out the way so you know that you are investing time and energy in someone who is on the same page with you and not, you know, drifting left when you're trying to go right. It just makes no sense. So that was one of the topics that I actually wanted to bring up, you know, during our discussion today, because obviously it's something that is, you know, big out there. Hmm. And speaking of what to talk about during the first conversation, let's go ahead and get into this single and open to dating challenge. It's week two, and I got a little something for you guys. So during week two, I'm going to give you guys four things 
to avoid during the first conversation that can be a turnoff. Let's go ahead and get right into it. I'm not even going like, <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing I want to say to avoid during the first conversation is excessive talk about your ex. You guys, and this, these things are going to be for men and women. Excessive talk about the ex can be a major turnoff. I know when it comes to myself, when someone excessively talks about an ex, it makes me feel like, it makes me want to say, look, we didn't talk about this chick enough, okay? Either give me her phone number so I can talk to her and get her to go back to you or you to go back to her or just be quiet. Because, I mean, it's one thing to say why your relationship ended and all of those great things, but it's another thing to sit up and just have these lengthy-ass conversations about the ex. Like, look, listen, just give me the basics about this chick and let's move on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear a lot about her. So that's my first thing. Um, And again, that is for men and women. Please, the excessive talk about the ex, major turnoff. The second thing is calling women out of their name during a conversation. Again, this is initial conversation. Some people, like myself, I'm a cusser. Like, you guys don't understand how hard it is for me to not say a cuss word when I am on the podcast. I will sometimes say a cuss word, but your girl, she got a potty mouth. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, so um, I understand that some people's native tongue is just a cuss. I get it. But just off-site first impression like calling women out of their name it can give a it can put a bad spin on things you know what I mean so just giving that person some time to get to know you first before you start to go using the the bitch hoe and you know calling women out of their name like let the person know who you are as a person and know your character and things of that nature before you go using that native tongue of calling women, you know, out of their name. For men, particularly, I know some men just say, I want to avoid it at all costs, and I understand that. But me personally, I don't get offended um, when, when people cuss, but a lot of people do, and I can respect it, and that's why it's on this list. Initially, let's not try to use the you know, the bitch holes and all of that other kind of stuff. Um, the third thing is sex talk. Sex talk is one of the things that I really recommend that a lot of people try to avoid during the first conversation. Hmm. It just gives off depression. Like, like you're not depression. That's probably the wrong. I know that's the wrong word. It gives off desperation. Like, it makes it seem like you are just only in it to have sex. Not because you are, you know, genuinely interested in the person. It just makes it seem like you just want sex. And it gives, it can give off the wrong impression if that's not the case. So, sex talk, I want to say, just avoid that at all costs during the first conversation. Get a feel for the person. 
or like for men specifically, I would say wait for the woman to bring up something nasty and open up the door to sex talk before just initially just jumping into, you know, I want to see what your breasts look like or sending dick pics or something like that. Like that's not sexy. So, um, yeah, try to avoid that. And the fourth thing I want to say to try to avoid is constantly complaining. I'll give you an example. Have you guys ever been on a phone with someone or called someone and every time you talk to them, it's always something wrong? Like they're every day is a bad day. They never have a good day. You know, they're never bright eyed and bushy tailed and happy to be alive or, you know, just in good spirits. Everything is a constant complaint and a problem. You guys. Try to avoid that, especially during the initial conversation with someone that you've met and you actually can see yourself liking. Like, positivity is contagious and so is negativity. So you being negative and complaining all the time and in bad spirits all the time, a lot of people don't, most people don't want to be around those type of folks. So I would say try to keep that to a minimum with complaining. Look at the bright side of things and give off great energy so that someone will want to be around you it means everything you guys please these four things i'm telling you they're a great starting point to utilize during the first conversation or to avoid during the first conversation when trying to get to know somebody because i know with these this, these are like red flags to me, honestly, like I'm completely turned off. So I don't know you guys, if you want to give a comment, you know, go on the group. Let's talk about it. Like leave a comment here under the the podcast. I'll respond back. Trust me. Um, if I'm wrong, I want to know. And if I've, if you have other things to avoid, by all means, include those things too. Because, child, these things, like I said, are red flags for me. And I think they're a great stepping stone to try to avoid and give great energy and get someone to be genuinely interested in you and not look have anything to look at in a negative aspect so let's go ahead and talk about the things to find out during the first conversation to help the dating process be positive as you guys may know if you follow me um in the group or i believe i have said it in a previous podcast that i don't like talking about finances and things of that nature during the dating process. I don't like that because that can give someone a motive or a clear motive to come after you for finances versus genuine interest. So I like to avoid like what you do for a living and finances during initial conversation because It's just not necessary and it could create more of a monster than anything else. So one of the things I like to say to 
make sure that you talk about during the first conversation is the love language, your love language. Find out what their love language is. You guys, this is like monumental for me. Knowing someone's love language is like having the key to their heart in a sense. You know, you're able to know what moves them in a positive light and gets them to understand that you like them back. It, it just it just helps tremendously. And also, there are a lot of people who don't know anything about love languages. So even if they don't know, you have then have an opportunity to teach them what a love language is and help them to understand you and how you receive love as well. It's just a beautiful thing. I, you guys, a beautiful thing. Um, relationship and marriage goals is something that I would recommend to say or speak on in the first conversation because it helps lay the foundation. It puts everything on the table and say, hey, this is what it is. This is what I am looking for. I'm not looking for this overnight, but I am looking for, you know, this and this is what I'm working toward. And therefore, it gives that person a conscious, it gives them the opportunity to make a conscious decision about whether or not they want to continue to entertain and spend time with you and things of that nature. One thing that sort of contradicts what I have said to avoid um, that I think you guys should talk about during first conversations is where and how they met their ex. The love story version, though. The, the version that is positive and not negative. Therefore, it gives you some information on how that person loves and how they have previously loved and gives a, a positive spin to an ex versus a negative spin. And it just it just helps. It helps to get to have that information, especially how they met. Um, I think that's a, a great start as well. Um, the relationships with their parents is also a great thing to speak about during the first conversation, their family size and their childhood upbringing. Like that's always something to, you know, talk about during first conversation to get to know someone. You guys, I thoroughly recommend like talking on the phone and having conversations on the phone or FaceTime or Skype or however you want to do it. I thoroughly recommend that before actually going out on a date. It makes both parties comfortable. You get to know the person prior to going out on a date. So there's no, it doesn't feel like you guys are strangers. You guys have already started to build a good friendship in a sense. And these things help to build that friendship. And also deal breakers and hobbies. Those are great things to actually speak about during the first conversation because let's face it, everyone has deal breakers and it's one thing to know it. What if, you know, so the person that you're talking to's deal breaker is something that you do on a regular basis. That may not work. It's good to know that in the beginning before you invest any time and energy in somebody. Look, I'm not saying that these are 
ground like these are something that these are things that you have to do like no adjustments like it has to be these things like you don't have to go with these things but these are a good foundation as well to start with you know what to talk about during the first conversation that is in a positive light and helps you to get to know the person more You guys, I know that we are only on week two of the single and open to dating challenge, but there are so many other things that we will cover during this challenge. Week three, we're going to talk about five ways to identify if your date has potential. And that is important. So we'll get into that next week. I really want to take the time out too to thank you guys for even joining me with this challenge. I understand that it can be maybe repetitive or it could be something that I could be be presenting to you that will open you up to handling things differently and doing things differently in the dating process. And that's ultimately my goal is to get individuals to open up their mindset and change how they're approaching situations especially if what they have been currently doing is not working so that is my ultimate goal is to get us out there meet these people who are out there that are open to being in a relationship and open to dating and courting and longing for a lasting relationship. That is my ultimate goal when it comes down to this challenge. So I want you guys to stay encouraged, keep an open mind, and just roll with this thing with me. Trust me, I got your back. And I don't want to see you fail just like you don't want to fail. So Let's ride this thing out, you guys. So before I let you guys go and get you out of here, I want to go ahead and personally invite everyone out to the Let's Talk Meet and Greet. This will take place on May 5th at Keegan's Bar and Grill in the city of Torrance from 4 to 7 p.m. Myself and my co-host of Let's Talk After Dark, Megan, we will be there having drinks, conversations, laughs, and if we have anything that we want to talk about regarding relationships or discussions or topics, hey, we're open for that too. So I want to encourage all singles, married people, people in relationships, and even if the shit is complicated, show up, meet us all, and have a good time. And just a little tidbit, it's during happy hour at Keegan's Bar and Grill, which means the drinks are $2.75. You missed this and you have missed out. Trust me, you don't want to. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk with Aja Aaliyah. Follow me on Instagram at A-J-A underscore A-L-I-A or join my Facebook group, Let's Talk with Aja Aaliyah, for further discussions, 
fun, laughs, and even some live discussions. Again, thank you for joining me and have a wonderful day.